You are now tuned in to Gen Z PR, your SPR group podcast. My name is Tamia Williams, and I'm here with Madison Root, Camille Campbell. And today we're giving you a, a PR student's perspective on how the sudden pandemic COVID-19 has impacted and will continue to impact the future of PR. So first, we're going to start by talking about what the coronavirus is for those of you who don't know. So... According to Hopkins Medicine, COVID-19 is a disease caused by the new coronavirus that emerged in China in December 2019. This disease can be severe and it can cause death. It's easily spread from person to person, and the symptoms include fever, headaches, shortness of breath, body aches, diarrhea, and fatigue. Testing (laughs) includes nasal swabs, blood tests, and rapid testing. So... How has it affected us so far? So far, over 1.2 million people have died as of November 4th, 2020, and there are over 48 million confirmed cases. How has it affected you guys personally? So, um, I just feel like Corona came six months ago, probably, and it just changed the whole way we know how to live. Like, it's changed everything we thought we knew. Yeah, it's so crazy because so many people have lost their jobs. So many people have had to drop out of school because they just had bigger priorities. And it just really put a lot of things into perspective for people, even me. Like, whoa. I know. I I actually know somebody who lost um, a family member to coronavirus. And that was just crazy to me because, like, and it's one of those things where, like, it's not really real until it's real. Until it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. And it happens to someone you know. Yeah. And it's sad because a lot of people still aren't taking it seriously until it's something so serious. Happens. Yeah. So it's like we talk about coronavirus and then we're students that are studying PR, but it's just like, what even is PR? Camille? So public relations is the practice of deliberately managing the release and spread of information between an organization or an individual and the public. Some careers under public relations include publicists, brand ambassadors, editors, content managers, lobbyists, event coordinators, and more. Okay, so when you say publicists, it makes me think, like, how has coronavirus affected publicists and the people they manage? And I think that with the coronavirus um, locking some of us down, or all of us are supposed to be locked down in quarantine, Mm -hmm. a lot of um, entertainers and celebrities aren't as in touch with their publicists as they should be. So I feel like it's bringing in more crises between entertainers and the media. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think mainly because of the fact that everything is now online. So it's kind of hard, I guess, to, especially in instances like Twitter and Instagram that get celebrities in the most trouble, like things like Instagram Live that we have now, it's hard for them to manage it when the celebrity has 
Instagram and Twitter at their fingertips and they're just in their house. Like, right. It's, it's social just so media, much harder. Social media was already this crazy thing when it surged and became so popular with controlling celebrities. It was already kind of, we see so many celebrities go out of control online. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just like, imagine trying to control or fix the narrative from home. It's so much harder to do. It's kind of yeah. impossible. You get all the facts there and it's the, the damage is already done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're more susceptible to saying things that aren't recommended by their um, publicist, and it ruins mm-hmm. their image. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know the rapper Asian Doll, but oh um, yeah, she's this rapper who's been up and coming, and she has more clout on Twitter and Instagram than you know anything else. And she recently spoke out in support of President Trump, and her fan base or target audience is teens but mostly like african-american teens and if you guys know anything about donald trump he's not minority's favorite candidate yeah Yeah. so for her to speak out in support of donald trump and her reasoning behind it was because he's giving out money it was just like i imagine it's hard for her publicist to try to manage or fix what she said right they would have told her don't say that girl right they wouldn't have allowed her to say that but she was on live and she tweeted it and it's like you can't really take that stuff back Mm-mm. and when you don't have anybody to fix it then it's already screen recorded posted yeah on exactly mm-hmm. out there 50 cent did that too actually the same thing so it's definitely harder for the publicist to manage their um clients when they're not able to physically be around their clients or in touch with their clients yeah so much harder and And now we'll go to the short ad the SPR group created here at Bowie State University is a collective of students specializing in your public relations needs we are always accepting new clients from students and faculty to outside organizations watch out for more posts on our YouTube blog newsletter and social media at BSU SPR group. And also check out our website. PRSSA or PRESA is another public relations organization here at Bowie State University, keeping you constantly updated on events and tips to succeed not only in PR, but your everyday life and business. Thank you for that at Madison. So apart from celebrities, I think that regular people are fighting the pandemic too. I feel like Lower class people are feeling the pandemic more than anybody, really. I mean, yes, celebrities are going through stuff with cancel culture and everything, but it's like the everyday people that I feel like are deeply affected because these are the people who cannot go to work. These are people who don't really have savings accounts to, you know, stand to withstand something as big as a pandemic and not being able to go to work for two and three months and having your kids home and, you know, having to find people to like come to your house because kids can't go to school, Mm -hmm. having like tutors coming. I feel like the everyday person is definitely taking this on a thousand times harder than celebrities and people of higher class yeah yeah and I even think about the business owners because I was one of those people that before this pandemic happened everything was up off the ground and everything just came crashing down all the events and plans and coordination and everything I had put together 
was kind of like crumbled and I can only imagine everything on pause right and I can only imagine the small business owners that have been at this for a minute and were really just taking off Mm -hmm. and that really needed this PR help and it's like now what can I do where can I go and it's like you can watch all the YouTube videos in the world but nothing beats being at those workshops being at that event networking and connecting with these people in these spaces Mm -hmm. and it's just like wow like what can I do you know yeah and um a cool thing I've seen actually with both celebrities and regular um people entrepreneurs is the way like the coolest thing to me about the pandemic although there's not really many cool things about a pandemic one thing I have seen is people um I can't think of the word. People are, they're rebranding. And one thing, the coolest thing I saw was a lady who owns a boutique who usually has like a fashion show every year. She did a virtual fashion show where it wasn't any models in the clothes. Like it was like the clothes were walking down the runway. Yes. And that was so cool to me. And I felt like that was such a good way for her to rebrand and re redo her business to fit the pandemic and the fact that we are online and the fact that she can't have that in-person fashion show so that's been cool to see how people are just making the pandemic work for their business but unfortunately everybody doesn't have businesses Those resources. They can make mm-hmm. the re- like they can't not everything can make the pandemic work for example like little coffee shops restaurants and you know just older like clothing stores and everything like it's hard right where you have to regulate social distancing yeah Mm -hmm. you don't want to encourage and you can't do anything online right 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 yeah like if some people can't get on instagram and take their business to instagram and still Mm -hmm. have their customers like it's people whose customers are not on instagram not on facebook so a lot of people yeah those lost but a lot of people did make it work so that was cool to see. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have like heard about what's happening to the malls lately or have been inside of a mall, but a lot of the small businesses, at least in our area, Maryland, Annapolis Mall mm-hmm. has a lot of stores closing down because the small yep. businesses just can't handle how the pandemic mm-hmm. has affected them. Like they're going bankrupt. So, and some of the big stores. Yeah, the big some of the big stores too, too are gone. It's crazy because you never think that something that could happen this fast would affect it this much. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. And then it's like yeah. we talk about all these businesses that need PR work, but then it's like we're the students. Like, mm-hmm. where do we get PR work? And Camille, I know you have an internship. Like, tell us about that. So I'm actually the communications intern for a nonprofit called Walker's Legacy. And um it's actually funny that I've gotten my internship since the pandemic has started. So everything is remote, everything is online. But um, when my boss hired me, she explained that um, before the pandemic, I would be going to the office every day. I would be doing more in-person things. It would be more in-person events. But because of the pandemic, I am a remote intern, meaning everything is online. So I'm in charge of the social medias now and all of the in-person events that we used to have, they're now webinars on Zoom. So it's been very interesting to see how they have made it the pandemic work for them with, um, you know, virtual Mm -hmm. 
programming and just upping the social media presence. So do you feel that the virtual meetings and um, events are better or worse than in person? Like if you were in person doing these jobs and meetings and stuff, do you feel like it would be better or worse than it is right now? I think it would be better, honestly. Not so much better where there's like a huge difference, but in terms of focusing more, I feel like it would be easier for people to keep a professional um, persona if they were in person. Like I've noticed because because I'm the intern, I can like see everybody when they're watching the webinars and everything and people are just in their house comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like they're just in their houses comfortable and I feel like it gives like this everybody being in the house and everything being online people don't have to get up and get dressed like they used to for work people don't have to really like it still needs to be some structure to it yeah it's really no structure so it's harder with the events because you have to be more engaging like you have to make sure that you're keeping your audience engaged because it's harder for them to stay focused because they're in the comfort of their right they're already in the most engaging spot in the world yeah yeah the TV can come on at any moment. Like their child can walk up any moment. Like it's easy for them to just lose focus. Definitely. Thank you for sharing your personal experience. It just concerns me a little bit because it's like I'm coming up on trying to find an internship before I graduate, and I'm just like kind of biting my nails. Like well, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Kind of anxious about it all. You know, I'm hopeful, but it's still a little bit of anxiety there when you talk about finding a job or just something as it was an internship or an opportunity nobody speaks yeah. about how COVID's affecting new graduates or upcoming graduates at finding all. work most jobs are remote now like most careers are remote so it's not the same as looking for an in-person job going to an in-person interview like I feel interview, like you have yeah. to make yourself stand out more if you're going to do an interview over zoom because they're doing that with thousands of other people and you're and not it's so many people there. on the internet it's so mm-hmm. many people closing deals it's so many people talking you can get so many dms in one minute you know so it's like almost as if the competition is stronger you know Definitely, we can all show yeah. up in an office building at the same time and fight for the job or we can all show up you know on the zoom meeting and, and yeah. see who who you know like it's just a different it's really giving reality in mm-hmm. a sense you know yeah. like we talked about in the beginning it's like it was a false sense of reality we had and now everybody has to be more real yeah we have to face the <laughs> more facts. authentic and also we you didn't, really gotta show yourself right we didn't think about how now that most jobs are remote there are people from different states and places applying so that's even more of a competition for people especially in the PR field <laughs> where it's already competitive but now we have people from different areas applying for jobs in the area that we're in because everything's remote. So it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And then, right. And then virtual, you and me and Camille were just talking about this months ago, how since this pandemic will probably be here for a while and, you know, money and economically, a lot of people have been impacted. A lot of people are going to start making changes in location, mm-hmm. you know, the areas mm-hmm. where it's cheaper. We already see people moving out of New York city because it's no work there. You know, the bigger cities, people are pulling back. So anybody can get a job anywhere if it's remote or it's virtual, you know, if I'm working from home, I can be, I can apply in Maryland and live in Atlanta, you know? So just back to what you were saying, the competition is much harder. Mm-hmm. But um, I also, it's funny because 
I actually plan on moving to LA in December. Wow. And I have my internship. And if I, if the pandemic, you know, wasn't here and everybody was working, wasn't working from home, I wouldn't be able to go to LA. Like I wouldn't be able to go to LA because I would still have to uh-huh. stay until May to finish out my internship. But I think <laughs> um, that it, in a way, it makes it harder. Like, because, you know, like Madison said, everybody's leaving New York because no jobs in New York. Let me go apply somewhere else. That makes it harder for like the states that do have jobs for uh-huh. the people who work there. Like now it's just fair game. Yeah. So it's like, I can, and it's, it works for some people. Like, well, I mean, with everything, there's it's pros and it's cons, but I feel like there is a bad side to that because people are just, in a way, taking other people's jobs, but then not mm-hmm. really. I get what you're saying. It's just hard. It's, it's hard. It's harder in some ways. And it's also easier in some yeah. ways. I guess it just depends on, yeah. like, where you are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Literally. So just working on, just on track to at least feeling some type of normal. You know, things will probably never be normal. Fingers crossed they get normal, but everybody's mm-hmm. just on the track to, you know, feeling normal hope for the best and when it comes to public relations I feel like public relations through the pandemic it can't really be shook like public relations is actually probably the most needed field or person right now because people are in the house saying anything like people like people are really like with the election and everything going on this has been a very good year for PR like me us being PR majors I know when I see certain stuff now I'm just like who is their PR like their PR needs to get fired like it's just I don't know if it's just because there's a lot going on in the world that like stuff is sticking out to me more but I definitely think PR is a field that will never die Mm -hmm. And social media, I know a new job that's coming right now, like a new job in PR, is social media management. Mm -hmm. That is becoming like a staple position in a Mm -hmm. lot of companies. Like it goes right next to the communications director. Like I feel like before it was like social media management. That's like an internal job. Like, well, like Mm -hmm. my job. But I feel like because of everything going on, like my, one of my, um, big sisters in like someone who helps me you know in communications and stuff she is in charge of social media management mm-hmm. for a school in DC and her job is very important and I feel like that's just a field that's definitely going to come and be one like neck probably neck and neck with publicists for public mm-hmm. relations like you need a social media manager. they definitely it's go like in a pandemic hand. where you can't reach the public you're gonna need the people who can a lot more definitely. that's how i see it yeah definitely <laughs> yeah because it's a lot of people trying to reach people right now and then they're all doing it through social media they're all doing it you know through well yeah just basically through social media so People really have to strategize strictly about social, like social media, its engagement and everything. Like it's just so much that goes into it that I don't think really people realize that much. Definitely. That basically sums everything up. Um, Thank you guys for listening to the Gen Z PR's first podcast.
Good morning. Welcome to the Bowie SPR group. We are the podcast crew. I am Adrian Wallace. I am a communications major with a concentration in public relations. Hello, everyone. My name is Ali, and I am a sports management major with a concentration in public relations. Hello, everyone. I'm Simone Johnson. I am a communications major and with a con- concentration in public relations. All right, guys, let's dive right into today's topic of people have become overly dependent on technology. Technology has made our lives easier and has given us a way to learn more things that we're interested in. Um, Technology has changed people's behavior and made us become lazy. Nobody has social skills anymore. Everything is, let's talk, text me, call me. You know, we don't have any more um, in-person skills. And I think that really have changed things. What y'all think? Um, I would say, yes, I agree with everything you have said so far. Um, You can see that technology has really taken over our society in a whole because like nowadays that's like where you know technology is where our source for everything like you know you can interact with people you can get your work done on there it's a tool to find information so I feel like a lot of people are now getting used to that and you know it's overtaking all of our lives because it makes our life pretty much simple for the most part right and like everybody seems to like have like extreme like anxiety like when separated from our their digital devices like so far as like their video games or social media it's just like those emotional symptoms mirror mirror the same as like substance abuse and like drug withdrawals and it's just horrible that we have come so far yeah come so far and then like like so be so backtracked by Technology. Yeah, by technology. Yep. Um, so technology 10 years ago is nothing compared to what we have today in the 21st century. I mean, let's be honest. Um, back in the day, they had landlines. They didn't have cell phones, what we have today. They didn't have social media, how we communicate today. Um, so the 21st century has really taken over. Um, technology is just steady evolving day by day. Um, there's something new they're coming out with, whether it's a new phone, a new app to download on your phone. Everything is just changing. I mean, I mean, we're still young. I mean, things is just... I mean, I can say firsthand, I've, like, kind of grown up in the era before tech... I mean, well, I was in the era when technology, you know, started rising. But before, you know, like, when we used to have speed dial internet to now where we have, like, the fastest internet. So I've seen the progression and mm. how, like, we have come as a society. And I can say, yes, like, a lot of things has changed, and, you know, it's scary because, like, if you look at where technology is going to be in the next 10 years with the whole VR setup and mm-hmm. making everything virtual, it can only, you know, get worse from here, so. But how has that affected you, though, technology? Um, well, let's be real. Technology is a blessing and a curse because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good source, like, to find information on anything, you know. Right. I mean, if you want to find how to cook something look it up you can just look it up watch a youtube video so i mean that's the one of the good perks of social media but i mean well just technology in a whole but also i feel like it's also a a, something that is negative because you know you know it can take up a lot of your time being on the internet as well so it can always be a distraction but it's all about how you you know 
monetize it and, you know, learn how to use it in moderation. So how do you think that has affected us during school since we are college students? Um, how do you feel? I mean, with school so far, it's like, especially like during like... The pandemic. During yeah. the pandemic, because we've had technology before it was, you know, the pandemic. But during the pandemic, it has like, like severely impacted like a lot of students. I feel like as like students... Um, they're not learning, like, mm -hmm. because we're just, like... Let me look it up. Yeah, let me look it up. Let me search the answers. Let me go on the web and try to find this. Or let me ask a friend anything, like... Right. But so, is that really a bad thing, though? I mean... I mean... Yeah, because you're not retaining the information. You're not retaining right. the information. So okay. you're just getting a piece of paper with, not, with no yeah. knowledge of what we even learned about. Right. And that's the one thing I really wanted to highlight in was really talk about how the pandemic has made us even more dependent on technology mm. for, you know, not only our professional lives, our social lives, and just our recreational needs. Um, you know, during the pandemic, it was a big transformation as far as trying to, you know, accommodate, you know, billions of people around the world. And, mm -hmm. you know, the best way that it worked for us was being online, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like you mentioned before about, like, people, you know, well, students in general not being able to really, you know, take education serious because they're mm -hmm. taking shortcuts with technology and, you know, you know, you could Google your answers online and it's like, what motivation do you have to get any work done if you're just going online and doing your work and not paying attention to class and actually interacting with the teacher? Right. So it, it's really a, a problem that I think is going to, like, really affect the, the livelihoods new of generation. generation. I mean, I think it could be twofold. I mean, if you look at it, like, coming from when we had to take tests back in the day, you couldn't have no phones in the room. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you had to put the phone away, give it to the teacher. But now, you can have your phone right next to you. We got the laptops, computers mm -hmm. that the school provide, right. you know, that we pay for. Why can't we use it? Right. You know, so technology is a blessing and a curse, like you say, Alu. Um, but I think it depends on how you use it. You know, for school, for us, our standpoint, I mean, that's all we have it, to do research. Mm -hmm. How else are we going to get information if we don't research it? Yeah. Um, no, I agree, but, I mean, it really makes it hard to really, like, understand where a student is in their yeah, education. Acad right, yeah, academically, you know? like, are, are you really, like... Are you getting it? Yeah, are you, are you really, really getting, getting it? Or are, you, are, you, are you just like skating yeah. and scanning what you find online? <laughs> yep, so, I mean, you could be an A student, but like the internet could have gave you all your answers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a big problem that really needs to be addressed because if we're going to be moving on as a society and be moving online with classes and stuff like that for the near future, it's going to be a problem to really for professional, I mean, well, for teachers to really understand where their students are in their education. Right, but so how do we fix that, though? How do y'all think we, we Put down fix the that? phones. I mean... Put down the phones and let's really get back to pen and paper. Well, I feel like they're making attempts by, like, having, like, the uh, proctorial softwares where they monitor, like, how what you're doing in mm -hmm. the uh, class, but, you know... But that's still technology. Yeah, that's still technology, but, I mean, that's the way they can combat yeah, yeah, monetary, some, yeah. some, to some extent. Right. Because, I mean, like, there's really, they they can't be in your physical presence. So, I mean, if they can have a recording that shows, like, 
you know, what you're doing, then that's the best way they can evaluate whether you, you know, you're actually learning and like doing the test off your knowledge or you're finding other motives and ways to get your answers. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like also I wanted to talk about just more so what the negative impact on the mental and physical health uh, deals with uh, the use of technology. Mm, let's talk social media. Let's go there. I mean, well, yeah, social media, we all know how toxic that can be. Mean. Yeah. Kids in this generation are mean. You yeah. know, they talk behind yeah. these screens, bullying. Yeah. You know, that's the form. That's where it starts. Yeah. And, I mean, you can see, like, there's a lot of, like, Comparing, comparing mm -hmm. as far as like lifestyles, people right. post their their good times, but they're not showing what you know what they go through. What they go through, right? And that has an effect on a lot of people because you know when there's a certain person out there that's selling an image to the world, mm -hmm. you know that can cause some people to feel jealous about their situation, their circumstances, and right. you know mentally, it, you know it can take a toll on them because, like for instance, in the pandemic, a lot of people lost jobs. Mm -hmm. They weren't working. They were getting assistance. And then once that, the assistance went away, it was like, what's next? A lot of people were just sitting at home just, like, hopeless. So right. I feel like, you know, being on social media, it's hard to really be focused when you see other people that's having nice lavish lifestyles and, you know. Right. And I feel like even with, like, school now, it's just, like, we felt, we found, like, our generation has found, like, so many ways to make money without school. I agree. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. it's, like. But it's getting scary, though. Yeah, it's, it's getting, getting scary. scary because it's just, like, what is the importance of this now? And so, I feel like now it's just, like, well, I'm just going to get online. I'm going to get these answers. I'm going to get this degree just in case. Yeah. But then right. I'm going to have my real business yeah. for whatever I really want to do. Right. So it's like, is anybody coming to school to actually learn? That's a, like, that's a huge question that's that like question. universities need to, you know, delve into. I mean, do they really have the resources for us? I mean, you know, you expect certain things, but you got to bring the resources to us. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying everything's on the school because us as students, we have to do our part too. Yeah. But I think again, technology overall plays a major part, whether it's positive or negative. It depends on how you use it. Mm -hmm. You know, for school, like internships, yeah. you know, we, we got to be able to link up, mm -hmm. you know, and really find our way. Because if technology crashes today or tomorrow, we still got to live our lives. Yeah, I agree. You know, so it to me, it's, it's just, you mean, when you think about it, it's be like, dang, we've come so far. Mm -hmm. But then when you look back, it's like, we still got a long way to go with technology. I mean... Everything is changing. For example, you go to the doctor's office, everything is E. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you don't get any more paper copies mm -hmm. of receipts. Everything is through your email. Right. Grocery stores, they got robots in there cleaning up the aisle, mm -hmm. cleaning up spills. It's, they're taking jobs away mm -hmm. from people. Because yeah. right. technology is just evolving. You go into other stores, it's self-scanned. There's no more people scanning your groceries. Giant, BJ's, your local Safeway. I mean, yeah. you know, everywhere you go, you go to the movie theater, there's nobody back there giving you the ticket. You do all that online or in the yeah, kiosk. So, yeah. I mean, this is just ways and examples that we came up with of how technology has just evolved yeah. um, over the time. But definitely for school, since we are college students, um, I think it's to each its own, though. You know, how technology has affected each of us. I think for me personally, Adrian, um, technology has been good to me. I mean, I use it how I need to use it. You know, so I just... Yeah, I feel like we, as 
like our age range we we know how to use it and not use it but people that are like i would say like younger people that's probably like right now in 2022 that's like six right now Mm -hmm. they probably will not even know how to turn it off Mm. They probably won't be able to be like go to the library because we've had that experience. We went to the library. We like had to do library cards. Yeah, they don't have none of that no more. I always that. say the new toy for a baby is an iPad. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, I mean, they can do everything on the iPad. They yeah. can draw. They can write their letters. They can go to school on the iPad. We you grew know? up in a generation where we was playing with toys and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we was now, going outside. Kids, yeah, these kids like as soon as they start crawling, they want an iPad. <laughs> they want something. They want a, a phone. So. Yeah. It's scary because, like you said, like this younger generation, they're, I can see them being way more reliant on technology more than us because mm-hmm. at least uh, like us, for the most part, we kind of grew up and saw it evolve. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really base our whole childhood did not based on technology. But this generation coming up, that's yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine me going home and cheating in my third grade class. I exactly. Can't imagine. But you know, some kids had, are doing that. Yeah, so, I mean... You didn't even have phones back in the... Yeah. When we was in the and third and fourth phones, grade. We could just, like, take a picture of it and then search the web. Right. We had, like, the little flips... Yeah. And that was only, what, like, 10 years ago? I mean, we're all, what, 22, 23? I mean, yeah. so it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, when, you, when we look back, we're like, dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to tell the younger people, like, come on, y'all. It's pen and paper. Yeah. You know, get that book. Yeah. It might sound, you know, like we old, but you got to you gotta go back to where it started. Yeah. Before we had technology, we had to right. use our books. But it's hard to say that we have to go back to where we started when right. the whole universe is, like, moving forward, moving on yep. over to the change of technology. So, like you said, like, jobs are going to be lost mm. over the next 10 years. Like, the Amazon store, for instance, that, like, you go in there, there's no employees. You, mm-hmm. you get a shopping cart, it already knows what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And you pay right before you leave the store. You don't have to, like, really have any human interaction. So, I mean, it's hard to say that we'll go back to the old form because, I mean, like, we all know technology is made to make everything simple. So, I just feel like it's only going to get worse from here. And, like, also with social media, like, with, like, Facebook, did y'all see, like, that thing, like, when they were... Um, promoting like bad things to the public to get like generate more views oh and it was like the um whistleblower she was telling like the secrets of like facebook or whatever i feel like as like social media websites why are we not promoting like better ways to go about things like why are we not promoting internships like yeah stores you know get out go outside like mm. why can't you know instagram like at least like probably like shut down for like an hour or two mm. like why can't we just turn it off like well you gotta look at it some people make their money solely on instagram, social media, social media but, you're not so, on, but you're not missing out on money for two hours like why can't yeah. we just why we can't just shut the instagram down yeah, instagram be, doesn't work from these hours you'll be surprised how much money they'll lose with just five <laughs> minutes of like you know that we're talking about a one of like a billion a, dollar yeah. industry so yeah, I mean they're not they're not looking to do like be entertaining anything like that. They want their users to be active every second. So I feel like they're really not gonna be the ones to like make a stand on this mm-hmm. topic. They're just gonna go with the flow how it, however it goes. So. Right. So wrapping this up, what did you guys think we'll get from today's discussion? If we was to put it into that, we need to put the phone down. 
put the phones down. Okay. I mean, I agree with that. I feel like we got to put the phones down and get back to the face-to-face interaction that we lost yeah. these two years during the pandemic. Especially, you know, coming back from the pandemic. like. And that's the thing. I feel like um, a lot of us are still in that mode of mm-hmm. we're still in the pandemic. So it's really hard to say, you know, when we're going to get out of it just because I feel like people are still... Like, you got to understand, it was, like, almost, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Of, and then, like, you can still say right now we're kind right. of still yeah, we transitioning back. Yeah, back, like, to on, like, all, like, in-person classes. And I feel like a lot of people are spoiled because, you know, of how we got, how we were treated in the pandemic as far as, like, our education and stuff like that, so. Right. Just every, imagine, like, the incoming freshmen, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it really, I think, the, like, the school and all has to take a stance because like if they offer like just straight classes face to face or online I feel like you know back to normal I think that'll help because like right. having hybrid classes is where it's I not. feel like it's the problem because <laughs> yeah. it's like you're only meeting once a week and then you're doing all your uh, tests online it's like that gives me all the options to like you know, cheat and do right. whatever I have to do to get my grades. Mm-hmm. So, and then some people, then then some teachers, they don't even do the in person, you know, quizzes or tests anymore. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'll just put the test online, yeah. y'all. Yeah, just do it. So it's like, are they are they setting us up for mm-hmm. failure? Or are they yeah. setting us up for success? You <laughs> right. know, again, that's a twofold type of conversation. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. I am Adrian. I'm Simone. And I'm Ali. And we are the podcast group. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Bowie SPR group. We are the podcast crew. I am Adrian Wallace. I am a communications major with a concentration in public relations. Good morning, everybody. My name is Aliso. I am a sports management major with a concentration in public relations. Good morning, everybody. I'm Simone Johnson. I am a communications major with a concentration in public relations. And good morning, everybody. I am Angelica Miles with a uh, sport management major focused in relations. All right. Have you heard of the Public Relations Student Society of America Boone State Chapter? Pressa? Hmm. You should join if your major is public relations. The Bowie State Chapter hosts a networking event each semester, typically with professionals in the industry, um, which we do invite to come and share their story of how they got to where they are in their career and also the trials and tribulations they had to go through. Um, why not join the Bowie State Chapter Presser Group. If you have any questions, contact the chair, Rochelle Daniel. Let me tell you all about a good opportunity for PR students attending Bowie. The SPR group, which was established in January 2011, is a group compromise of students in their junior and senior year, which allows students to get hands-on experience and learn skills that will propel them in internships and public relations classes to achieve professional results. If you are interested in joining, please contact Chair Rochelle Daniels to sign up for the course. All right, guys, let's dive right into our topic of today, how people have become overly dependent on technology. I'm going to go ahead and start us off with saying technology has changed over the past five years. Um, with me, I can say I have a few examples. Um, 
that technology has definitely changed for the simple fact that we have become overly dependent on it. I mean, we all use our cell phones. Day-to-day, -day we use social media. This is how we communicate with people. We kind of lost the inner, the face-to-face -face interaction um, with technology. Um, according to worldcitizen.org, people have become lazy, and we have lost the, we have lost the um, skills, the people skills, in order to communicate because we have relied on technology for so long. What you think? Um, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, I feel like this generation, uh, we're very reliant on technology, and I feel like the pandemic has made it even worse because we had to, you know, move everything to online based because of everything that was going on, and that was the most convenient way that we could connect with the world without being face-to-face -face with each other. So I think it's definitely you know, increased a lot and I feel like the future, what the future holds, it can only show that it's gonna grow even more. So we're moving to a digital-based world. Right, and exactly so. Also, according to like a Newport Academy article, many teens who suffer from technology addiction feel extreme anxiety when separated from their digital devices like video games and social media networking sites mm -hmm. so it's just like if they can you know feel that extreme anxiety towards um video games and like social media like where is the world going where are we going with technology at in like five and ten years from now right yeah so carry on on some um so I actually have a couple of researchers where they've actually, you know, measured our current youth's ability to socialize amongst others. And for the same reasons that you guys brought up home where you, you know, you're just constantly on your phone, you communicate through your phone, right. you're just so focused on emails, you're, you know, people really don't necessarily, you know, pick up the phone and call somebody anymore. Because um, again, everything's just up in email, everything's up in text. So, the ability to actually have a one on one conversation with somebody else and to be able to even socialize, right. it's just, it's not there anymore. So, right. Right. what about like, you know, you go to the doctor and you don't get any paper copies anymore. Everything is electronic. They need your email for something, they, they want to fax you something. Yeah. What about the people who don't have social media, like the older generation, you right. know, who, who doesn't rely on technology? like? our current generation, the 21st generation, um, I'm sorry, century does. Um, and I just think that overall technology is going to evolve. Either you get with the program or you get left. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just kind of how I feel about technology. I mean, it's a benefit, um, definitely for us, since we are college students um, attending Bowie State. I do feel like technology has helped us a lot. Right. You know? I just feel like we just, we took the, like, it was an advantage, but we're taking the advantage, like, too. We're using it to to become more lazy rather than like technology was for us to be advanced and for stuff to become faster, but we're just using it to become lazy, I feel like. So I have a, a interesting point to pick up what you just brought up. Um, how do you guys feel like because we were in a pandemic situation where, you know, as college students, mm -hmm. we went from being physical in, on, in campus to like having to do everything online right. and how much do you guys think that affected us as well because nowadays we can see there's a lack of motivation from a lot of students as far as 
getting work done or relying on, you know, technology to get uh, your answers for certain things. So how much do you guys think, you know, that played a role on how, you know, we're so reliant on technology today? I think a lot. Um, honestly, I feel like, you know, we should give ourselves a round of applause for even being where we are now. Right. You know what I mean? We could have gave up when the pandemic started. You yeah. know, we could have just says whatever I'm just going to start school or catch back up when the pandemic is over but um, that doesn't make an excuse to how we have become overly dependent on technology Um, so it's kind of a twofold type of scenario for me I feel like technology has helped me and it also has been a big distraction for me absolutely Um, but you know as we grow in our college career you know we just have to fight adversity you know as we do with anything else just kind of sometimes you know when you're doing our work you got to put our phones down I know for me, I can't, you know, do two things at once, not being on the phone and typing the paper. I have to focus on one thing. Right. Um, but. But I feel like, from my point of view, like, we've gotten a lot. We've gotten spoiled from how we were treated during the pandemic because, you know, we were taking our tests online. And there's no supervision from, like, the professor. So they don't know what, we're, what sources we're using. So is it, like, really, are we really taking assessment or we're just doing homework at that point because like mm-hmm. how can you really grade the level of your students if you don't know how they're performing if they're all getting A's there's there's something there's an underline there that doesn't make sense because if everybody's getting good grades then how do you really know who who needs help where you know what I mean yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna um, play a little bit I guess like on the opposite mm-hmm. spectrum of this because for me personally and I know that there's not a lot of people and I don't know if it's because I'm like a little bit older than you guys maybe mm-hmm. right. or because of the way my schedule was set up but honestly mm-hmm. during the pandemic I think that I was the most efficient with my schoolwork mm-hmm. and the most efficient with my schedule because right. I mean everything was from home yeah I was able to you know wake up early in the morning go get a quick workout mm-hmm. come do one two to three classes you know go back down like work out some more and come right back in knock out a whole bunch of the schoolwork. Mm-hmm. but that could also be with like every person's i guess you would say their um their ability their their way in which they study in which they work because i can honestly put my phone on do not disturb mm-hmm. and like read one or two chapters whatever do xyz type of work and then be done with it mm-hmm. as opposed to you know like for example now since i've already got two jobs i gotta come to school i gotta do rotc i gotta go back on the road it's just it cut it definitely cut off a lot of that commute time for me mm-hmm. and i was able to literally just work from like five in the morning until like let's say six seven at night and you know and it was, it was but like, again this was like a different spectrum of it because I'm not your traditional college student. I'm yeah. not, you know, right. as young as you guys are trying, <laughs> trying to get the full experience. Right. So, you know. But do we ever really turn our minds off when it comes to technology? If you think about it, we don't. I mean, we're looking at the internet, whether you're scrolling on social media or you're buying something, mm-hmm. you're still using the internet. Yeah. So are our minds really relaxed at some point? It's not. It I don't really think so. Isn't. I mean, if you look, like I said, if you look at, at where the world's going to be in the next five years, mm-hmm. like, I've read a report saying that, you know, that mostly everything in this world is going to be digital. So if that's the case, then it's like, you know, technology is going to be our, our best friend, you know? And if you look at, like, stores like Amazon, they're moving to, like, you know, a, a store where there's no employees and everything you do in there is, mm-hmm. 
checked out digital, so. Yeah. Right, and yeah. that comes to a point, I'm sorry, that I have about when you go into the grocery store, there's no more people at the register. I mean, you know, it's everything is self-scanned. Yes. So again, that's another form of technology, you know, or, that. Yeah. Or like even when you like go to most grocery stores now, they have like a variety of self-checkouts. Mm. Just so, you know, you don't have to wait in the, in the lines, you know? So yeah. it's, exactly. you can see all the signs that are showing that we're moving to a more digital-based world. Like, even when we're driving, like, the car's going to drive themselves. So, we can be on social media as we drive in the car, like. And that's another thing. The world is trying to push us to, you know, drive more hybrid cars. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another thing because we're trying to get away from all these other cars. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's better for the uh, global economy, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I also feel um, that technology is really, it's going to crash. I, I feel like you say five years, you yeah. think everything's evolved. I mean, still evolving, but I, I give it 10 years that it's going to crash. It's going to crash because there's so much things that they're putting out. You know, the new phones, new iPads, new laptops. Yeah. You know, it's, it's still things that, you know, we have to get equipped to. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It can be, you know, it can be a lot, very intimidating, like you said, because Every day they coming out with a new iPhone, right. some new technology that you have to get up the base on. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely very overwhelming. Right. Yeah. How do y'all feel about like um, the incoming freshmen now? Since we, you know, we experienced not having technology in one point of our life. How do y'all feel about the people that like, well, the, the young kids that are just getting born, like you know, twenty two kids, like how? How like I'm just this is like crazy to think about like how will right they be or how will they be able to function in mm-hmm. school because this is like the reports of cheating and everything mm-hmm. related to school has like been dramatically high not even I mean because of the pandemic but of course but it's just like now that we're out of the pandemic still people are this the reports of cheating are still like high because everybody's finding a way to get around it because. Right. We did for a year or two. Mm-hmm. You know, they put in the way the paperback books and everything is ebooks. You can go to Amazon and, and purchase an ebook. Um, again, online. Again, another form of technology. Um, I, I do feel for this upcoming generation. I really do because they don't they don't know what they're about to face. Yeah. I mean, you know, for us, um, again, we didn't have technology. I mean, we did, but it wasn't as high as it is now. You know, we didn't know how to use Quizlet. We didn't know how to use all these little other sources to be able to get, you know, to the answers that we need. But they have it right there. All they got to do is look it up, take a screenshot of something, everything pops up. So I'm actually kind of scared for this generation that's coming up because are they really going to learn? Or is everything just going to be social media based or internet based? So it's like, I like that you bring that up because actually um, American Cornell University, they conducted a study with amongst like 9,000 college, not college, but student age kids. And their IQs are actually a lot higher than those generations of them mm. before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how we were talking about, it's just like, you know, those older people to us now that can't keep up with the technology, you know, like, do you guys think that? That's like us now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to show my age, but I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I feel like we, like we will get to that point because, like I said, like technology is only going to get more advanced. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, once we get older, if we're not keeping up to date with everything that is coming out, then we can fall under that same umbrella. Yeah. But, I mean, it's up to us, you know, to do our research and, you know, be well informed about these new technologies and how it can help us advance as a, you know, community. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah all right. I just, I think it's crazy because it's like, you know, we talk about it and it's like, you know, well, like the older people, like, mm. well, my parents, I bought my mom an iPhone and she's like, I hate this thing. Even though yeah. Nah, <laughs> I just, yeah. we all, we all have, we, we yeah. all have that parent that right? just and has a hard time dealing with their iPhone. <laughs> they come to you and ask you. How do you work this? How do you? And that's how my grandmother is. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm like grandma. Um, yeah. She said I got an email, but how do I access <laughs> it? I'm like, you know, it's just something yeah. so small as that. You know, they put this technology in front of the older population, mm-hmm. and not showing them how to use it. They're just yeah. selling them something, yeah. but not walking them through how to do the basic things um, yeah. of doing anything, like paying a bill online. You know, my grandmother wants to go in and pay the bill, yeah. but now everything you got to pay it online. You right. know, you. Correct. The fact that we have to adapt to it for that generation is kind of scary too, yeah. you know, because they still here. They they still have things they have to do too. But it's it's just getting scary. It's it's really getting scary. So. Or how, or I wanted to bring up another point. Or how about having the problems of you know sometimes just putting your phone down when you're around you know your peers. Mm-hmm. You know you know you you we all have that one family member that can't stay off their phone. <laughs> when they're yes. You know. <laughs> It's like even when I'm even out with my friends and like my friends be on her phone yeah. all the time, it's like you're not in the moment. Yeah. You're not yeah. even in the moment. Capture what you're Do, you know yes. doing in the moment because yeah. you're always on your phone, always right. checking social media. It's mm-hmm. just like wouldn't you ever put your phone down when you sleep? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that was another thing I want to bring up because I read an article from uh, Frontier Sin that said that there could be negative impacts and mental and uh, physical health issues with that. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, the negative impacts can include like sleep problems. You know, if you're not, if you're on your phone all night, and you know, you, you have that that screen glaring on your face the whole night. That you know what I'm saying? Light. Yeah, light. that that can affect affect you from going to sleep at night, or even like there's conditions called myopia, which can cause you to be farsighted, which can be uh, driven through using too much technology. So, I mean, it's very scary to think that you know. If yeah. we get too overly dependent on technology, how it could affect our mental health and our physical health. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like what Simone said earlier, where you have like kids that are having separation anxiety. Yeah, from like, exactly. Technology yes. like, Depression is well, another thing. When they wake up, they want the phone. Like, Depression yeah. is another thing because you see like a lot of cyberbullying going on. Yeah. Yep. And you know that that's another big problem that we've seen in the past five years of like cases of kids committing suicide because. Mm. Of you know, yeah. So it's it's very it's very you know alarming, and you know it kind of gets me a little worried because you know the next generation they're gonna be in the peak of the technology era. So I hope it can get fixed, but it doesn't look good, especially yeah. if we keep this trend of, of bullying people online. You know, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just. I mean, it's technology. I mean, it'll be. You can just tie it to any other sort of addiction, where it's just like, yeah. it, you can use it to your advantage, yeah. where like you can obviously, you know, write a paper in like two hours as opposed to seven, because you have research in the encyclopedia, mm-hmm. back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, you know, like when people just start going overboard, like you said, with the cyberbullying and with all this other stuff, it's just, it, it definitely, you know, like, it'll be, it's good for us, but 
at the same time, it just depends on how like we use it. So let's bring this conversation full circle. How do you think it has affected you in your in your in your um, college career with technology? Um, so I started uh, attending Bowie twenty nineteen. So I kind of you know got the the full you know college experience of like being on campus, okay. attending every class, and then like the next year I attended is when the pandemic kind of you know alarmed us so I mean it was a very tough you know experience for me because before that I've never had an online class I was never keen to that I always like to take my classes in person and you know get feedback from my instructor on anything I need help with so I mean my first semester of doing online was a very tricky time but it also taught me uh, a lot about time management because that was the main thing that you I needed to you know be able to excelling on my courses and I would say you know eventually it was a rough start but in the middle of the semester like I kind of gravitated towards the idea of being just strictly online okay and because I had to motivate myself to you know like make the time to do the work online and stuff like that which you know was a hard thing to adjust to in the beginning but you know I think now I'm I have the skills to you know use technology in a way that, you know, works for me mm-hmm. and not to, like, you know, be uh, overly dependent on it right. in a sense. You know what I mean? I totally agree with that. I feel the same way um, with my college journey. I started at a community college um, and the pandemic hit, so we had to come home. Um, but I had to quickly adapt. You know, sitting around complaining about it is not going to fix the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely had to stay um, well-rounded and definitely grounded um, as well to trying to finish my goal, you right. know, so we're almost there, and then I guess it, it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I said the same thing, too. I started um, school in 2017, so okay. I've been in person for some time before the pandemic started, so it's mm-hmm. just different, but of course, you just, you know, roll with the punches, life throws you. And right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, I definitely need to keep up with the internet. <laughs> so I learned, I think I definitely learned a lot that technology can do to, I guess, just like make things easier because I'm definitely kind of old school person type of deal, but uh, yeah, was like, a, like a little mini wake up call, like, hey, you kind of need, need, need to get with the young folks, so that's, I mean, that's what it did for me, so. <laughs> Well, I do thank everybody for listening to our podcast today. We're signing out. I'm Adrian Wallace. And I'm Aliso. I'm Simone Johnson. And I'm Angelica Miles. Have a good day. Good morning. We are the Gen Z Public Relations Podcast. We are the students of the SPR group. I am Adrian Wallace. I am a communications major with a concentration in public relations. I, good morning, everybody. I'm Simone Johnson. I'm a communications major and a concentration in public relations. Good morning, everybody. My name is Ali, and I am a sports management major with a concentration in public relations. And good morning, everybody. I'm Angelica Miles. I'm a graduating senior majoring in sports management with a focus in public relations.
Now, if you like this podcast, thank the SBR Group, which was established in January 2011. The SBR Group is the capstone strategic public relations course in the communications department at Bowie State University. The course operates as a student PR firm for students to get hands-on experience and enhance their skills to better prepare them for internships and their career. SBR students also produce blog articles, websites, and social media content, YouTube videos, a newsletter, and events. Check out our website at sbrgroupstudentfirm.weebly.com. Let's dive right into today's topic of how we have become overly dependent on technology. Um, Technology has changed over the past 20 years. Technology has made our lives easier and has given us new ways to learn about things we are interested in. According to WorldCitizenUnited.org, they state technology has changed people's behavior and has made people become lazy. Um, I definitely do agree with that um, for the simple fact that we have been living in a pandemic for over two years where we just had to rely on technology. Um, For me, I think it is a twofold type of conversation because technology has benefited me um, through my college career, but it it also, I'm sorry, has set me back. Um, Technology has really changed for the simple fact that now you go into grocery stores and there are no more people at the registers. There are all self-scan, you know, and that really has changed because 10 years ago, I'm sorry, 20 years ago, we had people, you know, standing there being able to check us out, but things have really changed. I also have another example that we have really lost a face-to-face interaction. I mean, everybody's always on their phones. We don't really get a chance to really live in the moment and enjoy what we're doing because we're always on our um, devices. Um, What do you guys think? Um, Now, I agree with everything you just uh, stated. I really think that the pandemic has made us even more dependent on technology because, you know, it has turned to a thing where not only are we using it for our social needs, but, you know, like also our recreational needs, as you mentioned earlier, um, when it comes to like Instacarting, there's different ways you can go online on your uh, device and get groceries or if you want to order food through DoorDash. So there's Oh, there's this gap that we're going through right now where, like, technology is taking over our daily lives, and it's in our beneficial needs Mm -hmm. because, you know, it can definitely help us with life and make things more easier. Right. But also, it can also become a burden because we're depending too much on technology when, you know, we're losing the ability to do normal things that we were doing five years ago. Okay. Right. Exactly. That's why feel like it's hard for teens to not be so like dependent on technology many teens they suffer from like technology addiction like feel extreme anxiety when separated from their digital devices Mm -hmm. and from a news article from newport academy they said that like these emotional symptoms are seen as like substance abuse like the same like they mirror the same as drug withdrawals and i just Mm. like that is like That is big because not only, like, is it, you know, taking over um, the generation's mind, but um, causing them to have, like, other side effects, like, other issues that may hinder not only, you know, school life, but home life and, you know, just social interactions overall. I want to stay on that because there's not enough you know, light that's uh, shown on the overuse of technology and how it can affect your mental and your mm. physical health. Right. And there are many negative impacts on the physical health, which can include sleep problems, 
you know, you're up all night on your phone and, you know, you're not going to sleep, cutting the device, that can also affect how you sleep at night. Um, also, there's a condition called myopia, which is um, causes you to be farsighted, which is also a condition that can happen if you're on your technology or your device for too long. And then we can also talk about the mental health aspects, like which you is know, important. people getting bullied online, on Facebook, on, you know, Instagram, whatever social media uh, website they're on. And, you know, that can also take an effect and hit on the younger generation. As we've seen in the past, there's cases of suicides, people having depression. Mm -hmm. So it's really a, a global problem that really doesn't get enough light, which we should definitely, you know, focus on because I feel like if we don't, then we'll start to hear more about these stories of, of us losing children or even grown adults because mm -hmm. of the pressures of being on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to elaborate on that, also um, with like the depression, you also have obesity within our youth because I mean, you have all these new gaming systems and mm -hmm. like our kids are either behind the TV with their, what is the PS5 yeah. or even like on a computer right. just for hours on end yeah. after school. I mean, mm -hmm. growing up, for me, it was kind of like drop your backpack and then just run right back outside run until outside, yeah. <laughs> until the streetlights came on, right? Yeah. And I feel just, like, I feel sorry to cut you off, but I just feel like that's the biggest problem now is because kids are being advertised all these newer technologies that they're mm -hmm. losing that inside of going outside and play, and they just rather stay in and play on their devices, which is, like you said, can lead to obesity if they're not being active outside yeah. and just being in school. Yeah. Yep. So how do you guys think that has affected... Um, the younger generation when it comes to school? Um, I feel like there's a lot of distractions, you know, okay. like we, for us, I can say growing up, you know, we were introduced to like minimal technology, but not to the point where it took over our lives. You know, mm -hmm. nowadays you see a lot of these kids, like by the age of 10, they're having an iPhone device and they're able to go online and, you know, do whatever they want, you know? So it's kind of scary because, you know, they have access to the internet right at their disposal. And I felt like as a kid, like, I didn't really get that privilege until, like, I was at least of age. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like nowadays, it's like, you see a baby, they're brought into this world. Like, by one years old, they already know how to operate an iPad. Right. Mm -hmm. And, like, that shows you right there how much we're being consumed by technology. If a baby can learn how to pick up an iPad before they can say a word. So, you know, it's very, very scary. And we need to have some type of control on it. Yeah, I feel like um, we're just using um, the technology to become more lazy. And I feel like technology was to help us, you know, pr be faster mm -hmm. and things. But we're just, like, taking advantage of it. I feel like the generation is taking advantage of it and becoming right. more lazy. Yeah. And as far as, like, within school, oh, like, sure. yeah. I feel like everybody is... Um, not putting in their best effort just right. because everything can just be looked up and everything can just be, you know, even by the top of your fingers, like, drafted. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to do anything. Like, you can just literally look up the answers, copy and paste, yeah. and boom, everything is done. And, and let's talk about how it you think it impacted us, you know, being the fact that we just got off of a, a pandemic and we were in almost two years of going to school online. Mm -hmm. and how that might have affected our motivations to get work done when we're not getting no supervision 
and we were just relying on technology to get us by. And you know what I think is so crazy? Um, going through the pandemic, you know, it was just kind of like either you get with the program or you get left, you know, right. with school. Um, either you pass or you fail. Mm -hmm. You know, so technology in that aspect has definitely helped a lot of college students right. get to where they are now. You right. know, whether technology helped them or they really had the brains for it. I mean, right. you know, they are, they're here. Yeah. You know, so to me, I kind of feel like technology, mm, it really has evolved. It has. You know, from the time, two years ago. Look mm -hmm. at technology from two years ago to now. You know, everything is online now. Cause School. Because just, just look at how we were operating while we were on, at home, you know. We right. Were, we were going uh, through classes in, on Zoom mm -hmm. or, you know, and, like, that changed the whole game. Now, you know, most people, like, now when you come to school, you don't even see a full classroom because mm -hmm. you might have half of the students that are online and then mm -hmm. you have half of the people that are showing up. So it just shows you like the divide and where we're moving as a whole, you know? Yeah, I think um, for me, I think I mentioned to you guys before, but I know it wasn't like this for a lot of people, but having to revert to just all virtual schooling during the pandemic, mm -hmm. it honestly made me, just because of how hectic my schedule was, it made me a lot more productive with my time and I was able to, you know, get things done in a timely manner. And I sometimes would even get ahead of schoolwork type of, you know, just sit behind a desk, which isn't something that I normally do. Mm -hmm. But because I had so much work and had mm -hmm. a little bit more time, didn't have to commute to school, didn't have to commute to work, didn't mm -hmm. have to commute for ROTC, you yeah. know, I was able to make better, better use of that time school-wise so I think for myself it honestly it gave me a little bit more of stability with my time management and mm -hmm. having like a set schedule for school so okay. that was yeah that was for me you know I mean let's be honest in. technology has really provided shortcuts and an yep. easy way out to yep. our everyday lives yep. yep you know so the, I mean is it really a problem that we become overly dependent on technology or is it a bad thing right especially like we mentioned before how you know we're going to see a very uh, increase in how technology develops, like right. beginning from our like local grocery stores, not allowing, you know, really that much uh, like presence of people. Mm -hmm. Everything is going to be technology based. You go into the store, you pick out what you want and you can purchase it right there and just leave out. Without. But look at how many jobs is taken away from people though, because of technology. I yeah. mean, who would have ever thought the 21st century they're replacing people? Yeah. No, with right. technology robots yeah, yeah i mean right. mm -hmm. just like um literally the other day i was talking to this girl mm -hmm. she had a job at mm -hmm. amazon but they actually fired her mm. wow. well they didn't fire her they let her go because mm -hmm. they were moving to all virtual and that wow. was just <laughs> that's yeah. crazy that you just brought up that adrian because mm -hmm. it was just like firsthand i was able to see that you know these jobs are really not going to be around for much longer mm -hmm. which is scary because it's just mm -hmm. like what what will we be doing right. like i don't know we ever seen that movie um like wally and then everybody oh, was so yeah. obese and mm -hmm. like in their little wheelchairs because nobody um got out and did anything everybody just you know mm -hmm. sat home on a computer yeah. so imagine if the world just or social media just shut down for a couple hours Oh, no. Imagine how people will go crazy. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, I mean, there's in the past, like, I remember, like, when Twitter would shut down for a few hours and people mm. would freak out. Like, you would just see people making memes <laughs> talking about, I don't know what to do with my life. Right, like, right. Honestly, I don't think this world could survive a whole day without, with no social media. You don't it's, think it's so? It's really that bad, you know, because 
It's like, you got to think about it. You wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is grab your device. Mm-hmm. Okay, check I do. In your Honestly, being honest. I mean, we all got to be real. You checking your device to see if you missed any texts over the night. You checking your uh, Instagram feed to see what your friends did. Like, And then by the time you look at the time, you probably spent like 30 minutes on your phone, you know? So it, you could just see like from that instance, how much we have a daily consumption of technology on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So how do you think that has impacted you personally with um, your college career? It it has impacted me in a sort of way where I can admit that I lost motivation. Okay. But I'm slowly starting to pick it back up because, you know, being the fact that we weren't in the presence of, in the classroom setting, there's no mm-hmm. teacher there, like, it was really hard for me to program myself some days to get work done because I would just put it in the back burner and be like, I'll get it done tomorrow. You know, right. I was easily just building up a whole bunch of procrastination. Okay. And I was putting myself in a position where I was getting work late because I felt like I could rely on technology mm. to help me get through those shortcuts. Mm-hmm. For so, me, it was definitely yeah. like self-motivation. Yeah. You know, really having to tell myself, look, you got to lock in. Yeah. You know, you got some papers due. Um, but for me, I'm I'm kind of really good at managing my time and knowing how to put my phone down. Oh, yeah. Because sure. I know I need to get this paper done. I know I have an assignment due. So for me, um, through my college um, journey, technology has really been good to me, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm being honest. So I don't know, guys. I don't know. Well, for me, technology has been the worst to me. <laughs> just because I am a huge procrastinator overall. So it's just like, um, even even when we used in person, so it's just like you put it on top of us being in pandemic and, you know, just giving us leeway to, like, turn in assignments when we can. Mm-hmm. It's just not good. I wouldn't say it would be good for me, and I don't know if it's just because my senior-itis, but... <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, because I, I also have senior-itis, so I'm dealing with that. You're not alone. So, I don't know if it's because of my senior-itis, or just the pandemic overall, or just, you know, technology. It's a, it's a struggle just to, you know, sometimes, you know, be like, dang, I gotta do this. Yeah. Now I have a due date. Yeah. I have to turn it in. Right. And I just feel like um, coming in, I was more focused because mm-hmm. we didn't have this so i'm just like weary about the people i mean well the freshmen that coming in now it's just like will they ever like not only one get the college like college experience but, but will they like, be able to pertain the knowledge yes that's, that's right. amazing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well i like that you bring that up because uh so american cornell university they actually conducted a study amongst nine thousand um grade students and within that study they showed that their IQ is significantly higher than those of previous generations. Mm -hmm. And I like to tie that in into my personal experience Mm -hmm. because since I'm a little bit older than the rest of you guys, for me, it was kind of like a newsflash because, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, we had to go from in-person to completely just virtual. And here I am trying to log into class, trying Mm -hmm. to learn how to, like, manage Zoom, trying to learn how to use, like, all this Google Drive and Google Scholar and... Mm -hmm. All of these programs, I was legit on TikTok trying to, you know how, you, like, those kids, they create, like, hacks. Oh, hacks you know, you can use, things, yeah. you know, right. you can read this many pages and this many times mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I am legitimately, like, way behind. There's yeah, so many products out there that you can use to your benefit, like you guys said. Yeah. 
that I am completely unaware of, and mm-hmm. here I am falling behind from yeah. all the <laughs> the college kids, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Nah. So that was definitely I'm, like a, a wake up call for me that I need to yes, sure. learn a little bit more about technology. So. And I think it was it was a wake up call for everybody, mm-hmm. like like we were just mentioning earlier, because of the pandemic, like within that window frame, we had to really learn how to use technology to benefit us because like we weren't having that much human interaction because you know things were not open at the time so we really had like we pretty much got pushed in the wildfire it was like here yep use this technology and learn how to make it useful for yourself so it can benefit you in the long run so yeah i agree with what you said yeah which really brings um this conversation full circle for me um because i really feel like technology is really at the top of things. You know, we really place technology at the top of our lives. You know, we really prioritize Instagram. We really prioritize Twitter. Like, how does this picture look? I want, you know, I want it to look a certain way. Let me delete it. I don't like how my hair look. Let me use these, you know, different apps, which is, again, technology to make the picture look how you want it to look. And again, with school, you know, Mm -hmm. we can always use our phone to, um, Find be answer. able to find the answers, yeah. you know. Again, mm-hmm. so like Simone and Alu was saying, and Angelica, I feel like everybody, you know, brought a different take to this conversation um, when it comes to technology and definitely our own individual college careers mm-hmm. and how technology has definitely impacted us. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of feel like um, technology, technology. I'm sorry, is just going to continue to grow it's here to stay i I mean it's only going to get more advanced so it's up to our benefit to you know keeping track with everything that's coming out because in a few years like like we all mentioned like we're going to be in a a technology driven society Mm -hmm. where if you're not in it you're just going to be behind and you're going to have to catch up yeah Yeah. that is a And it's scary. Yeah, it is. Scary, maybe exciting. I don't know. It's like a mix of emotions type of deal. I just feel like we're using this to be... We should start using this tool to encourage students to be um, better. Like, Mm -hmm. you know how we have, like, a one day of the year to, like... Like, Earth Day or something like that. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just have one day where we just... um, Cut off, like, everything. Like, everything. And we just have, like, a... Nature day, yeah, technology free day, yeah, technology free day, like, we're just one day without having to record it for the whole world. This mm-hmm. you know right, I, mean? mm-hmm. I agree, I agree because everybody posts everything they're doing from the time they wake up to yeah. the shoes they have on. Yeah. What is what is that doing <laughs> for you? Do anything you know, so you. that's yeah. what I mean by how technology has really took over a lot of people's lives because mm-hmm. you want to look like somebody, you want to be somebody, mm-hmm. be yourself. You know, kind of, everybody's not making billions of dollars, Mm -hmm. you know, so you trying Mm -hmm. to flex and, you know, get shoes and all this, you know, let's stick within your, your, your range. And sometimes that don't even be real. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that's the whole kill about everything. What's it say? Act act your pay grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people. Um, but I do thank you guys for listening to the podcast, the Gen Z podcast. Um, lastly, I would like to leave you with this. Have you heard of the Public Relations Society of America, a.k.a. PRESA? Well, Bowie State University has a PRESA chapter. Students interested in a public relations career join PRESA to learn more about the industry and practice the PR skills they learn in the classroom.
They also develop and hone leadership skills. The skills they learn will help them in their future careers. Each year, Bowie State University PRESA hosts networking events where professionals in a PR field come out and speak to students. These professionals give students a better insight of the PR industry as well as information about internships, jobs, and other opportunities. If you would like to join PRESA, you can contact the faculty advisor, Dr. Daniels, at rdaniel at bowiestate.edu. Again, it's rdaniel at bowiestate.edu. I am Adrian Wallace. I'm Simone Johnson. And I'm Aluiso. And I'm Angelica Miles. Have a good day.